Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, a music discovery podcast where we pair music with meaning. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song and episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. Centuries of Dam by Death Grips. The sun, fuck white bar, daylight sucks, waste of mine, I fuck my mind. Yeah, so I'm just kinda like getting ready. I decided that like I'm gonna like just like if, if I work at home on Thursday and pro and Friday too, um I'm gonna like streamline like the first three hours, do like my whole shift and like I concentrated like three hours and then just build Legos the rest of the day, dude. I'm so oh, ready. Yeah. Dude, I'm stoked. Like, just make yourself available if anybody needs you, but... Right, I'll, I'll like, be on call. If someone texts me, like, hey, can you re-export, yada, 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 because of the dimensions, I'll be like, oh, sure, I can do that. Boop, 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 you know. You know how it is. Get it over with, yeah. That's the best part about working from home. I feel like I could get so much done in a concentrated time and then still be, like, on call for, necess- for like, meetings and shit. Obviously, I will yeah. show, th- I will come through. I'm not like saying, oh yeah, I'm not going to meetings or anything like that. No, <laughs> I'll fucking be there for the meeting. Yeah, you got to make yourself appear as if you're hard at work all the time. Are y'all ready for the ice to come through? If it even comes through? I think as much as we can be. You have your generator. I have generator. We have frozen food, like frozen meat and stuff. So I'm not super freaked out or anything, but sorry. I watched right before you got on. Or we got on. I was watching the uh, King of the Hill episode where they have a snowstorm. And the Strickland propane is left in the hands of, like, a college kid instead of Hank. So he, like, goes on, like, a spiritual journey. And he comes home to, like, 40 mismet. You've seen that one, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I was just watching it because I'm like, ooh, this might be us Thursday, <laughs> you know? I really think like all our episodes should really just be like, hey man, how you doing? Yeah. Literally should just be like us greeting. Yeah. I think that would be... That's why I always like... try not to t- talk before we're recording. Mm-hmm. Like I always try to like right. jump straight in so we can just That's have smart. that natural conversation. You want to just get going then? Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Centuries of Dam by Death Grips. Okay. Well, for starters, whenever I pick a song... I always shuffle my playlist, which is has a long, it has a good amount of songs, and I hit the next button five times. So last week it ended up on a it landed on a Death Grips song, and uh, Levi, I know you're not really a fan of Death Grips, or you, I guess, have reservations. Is that what you would say? There, I just either really love them. And the song, or I really just can't stand it, and it sounds like like uh, just like things banging together. So, what did you think about this one? I liked this one. Uh, I I think we were recording last week when we when I first listened to it, right? And I think that was a really fun experience. It's more melodic than I feel like most Death Grips is, at least from my experience. My experience in listening to their music, and it kind of rides like this 
up and down wave emotion like it feels like you're kind of it's very kind of like it's a very basic song structure verse chorus verse chorus verse chorus yeah which is like something that they don't really do a lot of if you know yeah it's very you know it's infrequent when they do it yeah so they have like that basic structure in regards to the lyrics and the music kind of follows it as well it's like you were saying it was like a sine wave it was up and down there was its peaks and its troughs yeah, uh, I totally agree. It, like it, it kind of just felt like you were on a roller coaster, really. Mm-hmm. But not not like you know, not like the biggest roller coaster with the steepest drop. It was one of the more steady. It was like the like the beginner roller coaster at like at Six, Six Flags. Flags. Yeah, like what's yeah. the one that like. You know, there's no loops, there's nothing crazy, but it's just kind of like... Oh, it was, it's that one that literally is just like a few hills, right? Yeah, it's that old yeah. wood one. Yeah, I know and that's, that's kind of what I feel like when I listen to this song. I don't know if that makes sense musically. Like, I, I know I can't really communicate that in technical terms, but mm-hmm. that's the best way I could describe the experience of listening to the I mean, music. That makes sense. I mean, it makes a whole bunch of sense what you're saying. I personally, I'm a huge Death Grips fan. I've seen them live twice. Yeah. Both times were phenomenal. You know, I love what feels like utter chaos. They're so good at this this idea of controlled chaos. They're so good at containing such a fast rhythm and a fast tempo, but still keeping it within a song structure. But I love them. I think they're fantastic. I, both times I've seen them live were just unreal. So I... I mean, I like the song. I like the back half of that double LP. So, I mean, I don't really have much to say on it. I just, I think it's got a really good, like, rock vibe to it. It's very guitar heavy, very drum heavy, which are basic instruments in, you know, rock and roll. So it's just, it's got a nice, it's got a nice punch to it. The guitars are so full and aggressive. It feels like you're being, like, strangled buy them at times interesting it's just it's so it's just such a cool like sound they do what what is the genre like if you had to pick a primary genre for death grips and then the song would they be two different things so i think the best way to describe death grips if i could put them into one genre i think is experimental hip-hop and that song has like such a punk rock sound to it yeah that it's almost a different genre contained in that song. This is one of the more, I feel like crowd pleaser might be the wrong word to use, but I feel like it's one of the more accessible death grip songs for the general public, you know, I would totally agree. And so because of that, I think that's why I enjoy it a little more Mm -hmm. it just plays more to my sensibilities as a listener right from what i can tell is you love a lot of guitar i like guitar yeah right and i i do love it when it's more spacey but in in Mm -hmm. this case it's death grips to me is kind of like really complicated jazz in the sense that like I I've been to jazz performances that I don't enjoy but everyone else around me is like amazed by it right and it's because they understand the technical um prowess 
that it takes to do that because sometimes jazz i mean at least from what i've seen is not it's not really all about the melody or the music it's about how difficult it is to do a lot of improvisation it's kind of like the art of improvisation right my brother would be way better describing it because like i've been to his concerts before like his jazz because he was in jazz band in high school Uh it's like your bass player and your drummer kind of keep the beat going and then you have all these like other instruments and they kind of like get their moment to shine yeah you know and then they kind of they kind of come back to earth get back on the beat then someone else kind of gets their their moment to shine does their crazy like you said it's very technical it's a very technical genre i really like jazz my brother kind of really turned me on to jazz oh probably five six years ago i like some jazz Mm -hmm. i like the accessible jazz though (laughs) right yeah you're not like listening to like sun Ra or Miles Davis's bitches, but you're not doing anything like that. At UNT, I used to set up audio stuff for the like one o'clock jazz band and, all, and their performances. And they had a night where the whole show was about making. It was like making music their their jazz music to to mimic city sounds. Now some were cool, you know, like it was, but then it got like really. It was just so art artsy to the point to where i i lost enjoyment because it it just sounded like you were sitting in traffic <laughs> so i was just like i don't really get this i know that it's great but yeah if it's if it's just like you know jazz like uh you know no wire jazz you know like detective mm-hmm. 1940s jazz right. yeah yeah that's i enjoy that no dude i love your description though about like death grip songs that you're like really not into yeah i love that like you're like everyone else around you is like this is the greatest thing ever and you're like i don't get it yeah yeah and it, and that's it's fine i'm not mad about yeah. it i don't hate the guys because there are there i have a few like a few of their songs are i play a lot but it's a very small amount. Right. Compared to someone else. Yeah. And and then, you know, sometimes you're just not in the mood of being in a cage oh, yeah. fight, you know? Right. I totally get that. Because sometimes listening to Death Grips feels like you're, you're entering into a cage match. <laughs> and it's just that aggressive energy. And I, I especially with music, I, I think I kind of lately have been navigating myself away from aggressive... Uh, mm-hmm. sounds not to say it's bad it's just what i've it's kind of like you know how a lot of people with movies they're like it's not about like they're like comedy feel good marvel mm-hmm. type only like you know they're not looking to be challenged right. and that's okay like some people yeah. that's no, all they that's want totally fine. that's all they want out of movies and that's fine some people like can't accept that. What I'm saying is, long story short, Death Grips is is not Marvel movie. Death Grips is, um, like Mandy. Like it's that's a good movie though. Great movie, great good. movie. But you know, you don't recommend that to your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Right? You don't recommend it to everyone. Yeah. I mean, my grandma likes Predator, though. So, you know. <laughs> your, your grandma's a different uh, case. <laughs> I'm just glad you liked it because I was nervous. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even think I've said 
my opinions in the sense that I love this song. Right. Oh, I did not. Oops. Spoilers. I jumped the gun. I said I jumped the gun. But yeah, I love this song. I was nervous when it came up. Because I was like, this dude does not like this band as much as I do. Yeah. And this was like episode four. We don't want to bring in songs that we're not going to like, you know? Yeah, but we have yet to find a song. Uh, Each of us has picked songs that the other person hasn't listened to before. Right. And so far, we're four for four on enjoyment. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about the song. We've talked about what we like about it. Let's get to our picks. Is there anything to say on the lyrics before we have picks? These lyrics are just like, all their lyrics are just so bonkers. I think he's just... They're definitely conveying an emotion. It's a very, like, angry emotion towards, like... Very angry. (laughs) It's like... It's like angry towards like public, the public, I guess. I don't, dude, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the message, but I definitely know they're. I mean, there's literally five lines in a verse that say, I hate you so much. I hate your laws. I hate your need a cause. I hate your faux touch. I hate every last one of you. Like, like that is very aggressive. But they say it's a sense of nihilism, I guess. Dude, it's, their lyrics are always just bonkers genius said the song serves as rides abnegation of public life um i'm guessing abnegation means uh hatred so dictionary defines i didn't i didn't know this word either abnegation is the act of renouncing or rejecting something so he's rejecting public life. He disparages interaction both with fans and humankind in general. So he's just kind of over it, mm-hmm. right? They like death grips like rarely do interviews. So I mean, I make sense. I don't think they ever like do anything like that. Like talk to fans or at least as far as I can tell. Like they're basically just want to be left alone. I can relate to that. They just don't want to be around people. Sag, what's Sag A? I don't return until the day Sag A validates. Sagittarius A is the black hole in the center of our galaxy. I didn't know that. I had to pull that up. Uh, that was quick. I'm on the genius page, and I know I know where that line is in the song. Oh, you do? Yeah. You've listened, like, do you do you have the lyrics memorized? Oh, I don't. I don't think I have any Death Grip song, like lyrically memorized. Right, oh. that's hard for me to do. I don't know. Some people I know do that with all. It depends. Music. It depends on the song, but like a, a Death Grip song is so hard. I think I have my pick, but I, I want to double check. I'm going back in between two. I'm having so many ideas right now. Do you want to, like, work through it out loud? I keep going through, you know, basically my process the whole time is sound and lyrics and how do they join together. The lyrics being, you know, very angry and kind of violent. I don't, in less of a way that is beneficial to the actual artist, you know, the creator, the narrator. And so there, there's all of these angry feelings, and I think I think it's at a negative towards that person. And the the vibe of the song in general is, uh, you know, that rhythmic thing, 
you know, while death grips isn't for everyone, you know, the people that do like them, love them. And so that started making me think of directors and how that applied to their work. And that's where I keep getting stuck because I have a couple different options. So the directors I was thinking of is David Fincher and Zack Snyder. I'm not going to choose Zack Snyder because I don't think everything fits together perfectly based on this song. If we were basing it on Death Grips as a whole, I think I probably would because I think that basically is something that I would describe Zack Snyder as like he, you know, not every, he's not the biggest people pleaser. He's not for everyone, you know, but the people that do love his work really, really love it. And they're very passionate about it. So that's why I'm nixing Zack Snyder is because I, I don't think it fits the MO of this song. The MO of this song is more angry, but it's people can accept it and they understand it. So now I'm, I'm left with the movies of David Fincher and I have three going through my head, right? And I keep bouncing between the three back and forth, back and forth. I think the, the movie of his though, that I have the strongest push for and being my pick this week is Fight Club. I think that's my pick. That's my pick. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Why? How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Wait, let me start earlier. Like many of you, I was stuck. You want me to deprioritize my current reports yeah. until you advise of a status upgrade? Make these your primary action items. I couldn't sleep. No, you can't die from I wanted to do Seven and I wanted to do Gone Girl. Those were the other two that I was bouncing around. Um, but I think Fight Club fits, even though it's kind of like the... It's like the film bro picking Tarantino, you know? I feel like Fight Club can sometimes be a cop-out. But I, re- I really feel like um, if d- if this song, when was the song released? Like 2015. Yeah, so it's recent. But I feel like if you were watching Fight Club on a certain scene, uh, if it were made today, it would have probably had a song like this for the end credits or something like, or, you know, something. It plays into that aggression, right? It plays into aggression. It but, you know, every, almost everyone's seen it. People love it. And, you know, usually when you have film school kids, that's they like... They default to that. Yeah, that's like the thing that got them interested. And I, I when I was that age, I thought that that was like the greatest movie ever. And it still is great. It really is. It's, great. it's a good uh, movie. Very, very good movie. It's been co-opted by the bros, though. And that's the bummer. I love Fight Club. Fight Club is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's the Rick and Morty effect, where like I'm not gonna say Rick and Morty's bad because I think it's freaking hilarious, but sometimes uh, uh you know certain people can ruin it for you if if they're, you know, once you get to where you're like, screaming at McDonald's workers because you want your Rick and Morty sauce, mm-hmm. that kind of sours it for some people. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. But you don't have to let that ruin it. So that's why I'm picking Fight Club. It's a good movie. And uh, I think it makes sense. So there you go. I like it. I like that movie. You know, the first time I saw that movie was on Christmas Day. They were playing it on TV. 
Oh, really? Yeah, my dad was like, hey, come watch this movie. So we sat down and watched it. It was about like halfway through at the time. How old were you? 12, 13, probably around there. And yeah, <laughs> my dad was like, yeah, come watch this movie. We were like bored. I don't know why it was playing on Christmas. It was weird. That's a um, great Christmas. Great Christmas movie, you know. And that seems like such a spontaneous thing. It's, I, I mean, my dad likes that movie a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. He said it was a pretty big deal when it came out. That's a good pick. I like it. I definitely really think like the whole element of aggression can be applied to like almost any Death Grip song. But I think guitar to me can be like the most aggressive instrument. Right. So I think, yeah, I think it really tailors to that. And I think that's awesome. I think it's a good pick. But I also like the movie. So walk me through what your pick is. Okay. So I think it kind of goes along the lines of the aggression. But not in the way of Fight Club where, like, people are aggressive. Um, I did more of, like, a the atmosphere is aggressive. And I went along the lines of chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, just like in the song. The verse is the, usually the tamer part of the song, and the chorus is the more aggressive. What I chose was a video game. Um, it's my third, my third time choosing one, but I think this one fits. And the game I chose was Left 4 Dead 2. Report unusual behavior. Barricade your home. Mm. So, Left 4 Dead 2, if, if um, no one knows, is a PvE first-person shooter. came out in 2009 for Windows, Xbox 360, Linux, Mac OS. It's a, it was a very popular game. And basically, the whole point of the game was you and three friends try to get from safe house to safe house through a zombie apocalypse. So it's you versus the environment, which are hordes and hordes of zombies, and then special zombies, boss zombies, etc. We played so that I went, quite a bit. I love that day. game. I love that game. It's one of the best. It's one, it was one of my favorites to play in college. But that was so nice back then. You could like pull people from all over. Oh yeah. Put them, you know, kind of get them together. Without like physically being there, that was a great game. It really it's was a really good game. So I kind of went the con- what's up? Oh no, go ahead. I went the route of the music. So calm, safe house, boom, boom, like bombastic, a lot of sound, like aggressive. Getting to the next part of the safe house, then safe house, let like safe house zombies, safe house zombies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I kind of played more off the atmosphere in the game. When you're in the safe house, it's tense, but it's calmer because you're safe. When you're out in the level fighting the zombies, it's more aggressive because you can, you can die. There's all these mobs coming everywhere, all these zombies coming from everywhere trying to kill you. So that's the more aggressive part. That makes you get sense. To the safe house. Yeah, goes on and, and on. then like, but it's it's violent throughout. But you know, you have di- the different different uh rhythms right there's like different levels to the aggression to the violence so like the verses 
like there's still an impending threat. You might be fine now. But it's coming. But then, yeah, it's going to come. And then it does. And then... You got a little brief brief moment of respite. And then you're back in the rhythm. And you're fighting through the hordes again. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Plus, like, I would totally listen to this song playing the game. Oh, yeah. Dude, I bet you... I probably did. I probably did listen to this song in college. There's probably a mod where, like, whenever one of the horde... You know, the big guys come. I can't remember. The tanks. Yeah, yeah, the tanks come. You know, the this song plays or something. I'm pretty sure there's at least a Death Grips mod. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked. That game is still getting modded today. It's amazing. Did I ever tell you about the Death Grips uh, bot on Twitter that I found? No. No. It's, uh, it's so goofy, but it's hilarious. It's... Uh, it's called Death Grips Describer. It's at Death Grips Desk with a C. And it generates, uh, the, the bio is, this bot generates goofy dramatic descriptions of the band Death Grips. What the fuck? <laughs> Death Grips' latest track sounds like if RZA did coke with an anime supervillain. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Death Grips calls to mind when Eminem curb stomped an electricity golem. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean? Death Grips is how it feels when MF Doom curb stomped an angry robot. Death Grips reminds me of if Danny Brown agreed to parent to killer cyborg. It doesn't make any sense. I love it. It's so good. Anyway, yeah, I like that pick. Have you played um, Back for Blood? I have not. Is it okay? Um, maybe the experience would be a lot better if I was playing like with friends. Um, because I, I at the time I you know I don't really have Xbox Live friends too much. So I just I think I played by myself or with AI or something. Wasn't as fun. It wasn't that fun. I, and I even think for Left 4 Dead, half of the fun is playing with friends. Oh yeah. But the oh, yeah, the I gameplay. Agree. Um, variability it felt a little repetitive to me and i just didn't feel like dealing with that so i played a couple games and then deleted it made space for other things bummer yeah but it's okay um i gave it a shot and i'm sure there are people that love it it. huh if you're not happy with it don't play it right i found other games so Anyway, but it's it's fine. I think it would probably be fun with friends. So that was a pretty good pick, man. I really like that. Your pick was good too, dude. I think we had a really good uh, turnout. All right. Until next week. That's the Soundscape Crusaders. At it again. <laughs> I'm keeping that laugh in. I'm keeping that end in. And that laugh is how it's going to end. Um, cool. Good job. Thanks for listening. Next episode, we will be discussing Back in Black by ACDC. Follow us on Twitter at Sound Crusaders for upcoming episodes and a link to our Spotify playlist. Chances, close, slow, no, close, left.